Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 237. We are starting the year right with beer in our hands and friends galore. That was disgusting. I know. You're going to be like, and friends in our laps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we were, well... We weren't really that cheery, but we kind of did start off the we show. We were super cheery to start. Yeah. And then we and, got real sad. Yeah. And then we got really happy again. Like, it was a great episode that we recorded. It was a roller coaster, much like 2016 was. Yeah. Yes. So. Glad to be off that train yes. wreck. <laughs> Firmly into the new year. And hopefully it, it can go up from there. We definitely talked about some of our thoughts on what the new year will bring. Yes. We uh, covered the sadness of 2016 that culminated in the death of our favorite princess. And then her mom. And then her mom. Yeah. And then we talked about everything we're looking forward to in 2017. Yeah, like yeah. Tony just said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, no, that, that's okay. I only said that because I knew he was going to say that because my psychic because power. Because psychic, yes. as we covered. As we now know, is your resolution yeah. to not be anymore. He yes. already failed. Yep. Uh, Tony reviewed two, count them, two comic books this week it is starting the year off right yes and also just like what we said about the roller coaster one was good one was nah. yeah and yeah no so if you guys enjoy what we had to prepare for this intro which is a shit show like last year yes. trust me everything from here on out is actually better so grab some bubbly sit back relax and enjoy drunk on comics podcast episode 237 doc rebirth now number one Gimme, 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 gimme. He doesn't want to go to you. Gimme, yes he does. Gimme. Gimme, 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 gimme. Motherfucker, gimme that mask. (laughs) (laughs) You are like Chewbacca, Mom. (laughs) Totally. Is that how you're going to do the whole podcast? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It does not fit my face at all. Oh, it barely fits mine. It, it, I'd put it on my nephew though, and it fits his, and he had fun. Yeah. With it, or, I try to scare my my na- or my roommates. Uh, one of my buddies got that for me for Christmas, and came and dropped it off, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I can have fun with that." <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Linz, I want you to do pretend to do a review of a comic book. Did you read anything this week? <laughs> I mean that thing is great, but I just don't know if we can do a whole show with you doing that. I mean, try to talk over the. <laughs> I gotta take it 
god, we're just sitting in a... It's gonna be the whole night. Oh, man. <laughs> I could, I mean, I, I could just listen to you doing that the entire... <laughs> the entire time, but... Gotta, that's, a, that's a good way to kick off 2017 right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Got>. <laughs> I'm just dead for the rest of the podcast now. Well, that's good. Well, I got my lovely plastic beer. Yeah, can impressive. It makes your shitty beer look more impressive. Legit. Yes. And it, and it it closes. Clearly closes it, so when camping and... Keep the flies out. Oh, yeah. It, it's, does it have a little, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's perfectly over that. So that was one of my favorite gifts for my brother. The other one... Oh, Matt would get you that. Is this. The Infinity oh, Gauntlet. Oh, my gosh. Oh. He he had to make this now. Yes. Because he searched all over for Infinity Gauntlet, so he got me... Uh, and these are actually typing gloves, too, so whatever. You can just wear textile. it all the time. Yeah, but yellow glove, which kind of reminded me of Pikachu, but he got... <laughs> gems and made this and i'm like that is probably the coolest like made gift ever yeah and so quite happy to be wearing that around wear it michael jackson style yeah did he give you well there's the other glove too (laughs) i just made sure to just grab that to to show you guys the the love of the holiday spirit and although Oh, I do get ser- severely depressed. I know. You posted that the other day that you were in your Christmas depression. Yeah. And then, though, it kind of peaks back up for the holidays, my birthday. And yeah. then got uh, Winterfest to look forward to, my annual giant winter Yes, everyone party. is invited. Yeah, come on by. <laughs> uh, we have the suicide slide up. Uh, we have the giant ice skating rink uh, in full force. So Yeah, you gave that slide a test the other day, I saw. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks fun. Mm-hmm. I actually have to go this year. So we have a whole new year to look forward yes, to, thank but God. we still have a few things from the last year to <sighs> yes. to discuss. And first and foremost is Stanley is still alive. Yes, and he's ninety four now. Yes, and Happy I birthday Stan. He shares the same birthday with my mom, so that's yeah. kind of cool. Aww. And there's a couple things that like. Okay, he is known as the man of Marvel. He created yep. quite a few iconic characters, but there's a couple that I did not know that he helped co-create. And now, it it will always be said, you know, that he didn't just make these. It's the art, you know, Jack Kirby or Steve Ditko, like, right, right. did a lot it's of them. It's team effort. Still, yeah, he came up with quite a few of them, and I didn't know he co-created uh, Black Panther. No. And that was one of them. And even coming up with a name when they were originally thinking of uh, Cole Tiger or Black Leopard. um, Tiger. I'm so glad they didn't go with that one. That's terrible. But they created the the iconic name, like, and it predates, like, even the the Black Panther movement. So many people associate, oh, it came afterwards. But no, it came out 66. I I, I feel like they got their name from... The comic books. That very well that could which be. Which would, would be nerdy and weird. <laughs> it would be. But... I, 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 I have a feeling, though, like, maybe more than one person could have been like, hey, Panthers are black. <laughs> yeah, know? but, you know, I don't know. I didn't know that he helped co-create Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Oh, that's that why, was... uh, I think that's why they're still allowed to be Avengers. Just because of that? Cause, well, because they, their, their debut was in the Avengers. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that, 
well, no, their first appearance was in X-Men number four, but they have always been part of the Avengers right. team, more so than being mutants uh, in their own right. right. So, yeah, that's one. Um, mm. Hawkeye, Black Widow, um, you know, some other Avengers, but Lockjaw didn't realize that he helped create him. Really? Yeah, I mean, obviously he helped create a lot of the Inhumans in their own right because coming from Fantastic Four, but that was one of them that he just had a particular knack of wanting to have a giant bulldog in there. Um, Daredevil, Kingpin, Warlock, you know, all those ones. But the one that I was actually most uh, interested in finding out was he created Groot. Oh, he did? Yep. Uh, came in Tales of, Ast- of Astonish number 13 back in 1960. Was what? his first. He was first originally created as a just a random beat him up bad guy. One of the mo- monsters from like, Monster Island that they always fought. Yeah. I saw something about that where like he did. He, it wasn't like he just said, I am Groot. Oh, yeah. Guy. He's like. He really talked like, and everything. I am Groot the Invincible. Who dares, you know, fight me? And he had a lot more lines than just I am Groot back oh. in the day. And he kind of showed up every couple, you know, years to like fight some random superhero because right. being the bad guy. But it wasn't really until, you know, the 2006 when the whole uh, new. Guardians of the Galaxy kind of taken off and he got put on that team that he became such a beloved character. Oh, so, yeah, he's fabulous. Yeah, so... Oh, also She-Hulk, too. Like, obviously, he created I think Hulk, I knew so, that one. Yeah, I, these are just ones, though, that I didn't quite know. Because what's, what's her real name? Uh, Jessica... Um, what the fuck is it? Jessica Walter? Oh, it's not too... He... Because he... When he created names yeah. for... His titles, he used alliteration. Alliterations, because he had a hard time remembering. Them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was one in the beginning. Like yeah. she, she first debuted uh, in February of 1980. So oh. in Savage She-Hulk number one. So, but yeah, it was a sexy cover. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I wonder, going back to the Groot thing, I wonder if that's actually part of canon still. What, that yeah. he was a villain? Yeah. Probably. No, right. that no, would be ben, interesting... ben, no, Bendis fucked all that oh. shit up with his uh, run. We'll talk and... to Tony about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He gets it's, all angry. I'm not like... Because even then, he was a king of the world, and that was also amazing. But then, that kind of also got shat on yeah. as well, so... I wonder <laughs> if they... Well, did you read the Groot comic book that they did a couple years? Maybe last year, maybe? Maybe the year before? Yeah. Did it cover his backstory at all or was it just the current avenger there's a lot of retconning of his past too so even within when he was within my favorite run of guardians was a different past from what you're saying even that Mm. canon Mm. which has now been also retconned as well so (sighs) so basically all of the characters that you know never existed existed. until (laughs) until the movies yeah (laughs) Essentially. So we have that kind of good luck to still have him into the new year. Yeah. But we will go to some sad news, yeah. which uh, everyone under the the Death Star or Sun <laughs> knows that Carrie Carrie Fisher yeah. sadly passed away. She did. Uh, I cried. Literally, I cried. Yeah, and there's plenty of fans around who have done lightsaber tributes. Uh, in fact, I've also read that 
she doesn't have a true uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And reading up on it, they can give them, um, was it post? Post-mortem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, somebody has to pay for it, essentially. Yeah, well, yeah. but there's, you know, people that yeah. sometimes do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, most times when people get their name on there, yeah, they have to pay for it mm-hmm. and pay like forty to 50000 just for the making upkeep. sure the upkeep or yeah. whatever, forever. But that they have said that they've done that, but it's a usually a five-year waiting period then when they are deceased. So it's one of those things of it probably will happen. But there have been people that there are many stars that don't have names that are just there as well. So some fans have found one, and they etched in uh, her name. Aww. As well as a quote, um, may the force be with you, always hope. So there's many fans now gathering around that, and even the um, the people who oversee the Walk of Fame know this happens, right. uh, and they're not really doing anything about it now because obviously people need a place to mourn and grieve. So it's kind of cool for them to allow kind of that defacing uh, of their property right. to for a little while at least, yeah, yeah. Um, until they have someone to buy the the plot for right. the star, but. Yeah, so... Super sad. I stopped on the way home from work that day and bought wine to drink because I was distraught. I'm finishing it right now, actually. The Carrie Fisher (laughs) wine. My Carrie Fisher wine. I wore my hair in Princess Leia buns to work the next day. Well, that was one of the things, too. I mean, besides, I mean, seeing some videos of the the lightsaber vigil candles of just people just holding lightsabers and, like, kind of doing waves and stuff. Yeah, people left... uh, cinnamon buns mm. at the walk of fit like <laughs> yeah. i remember seeing um how a bunch of people were posting pictures of their kid their daughters dresses leia yeah like from halloweens and stuff yeah. like that that was a big thing people were sharing well princess leia was for me at least like the first strong female like science fiction type character that i ever saw and for a lot of people yeah. and yeah she i mean she had that whole slave leia thing but <clears throat> She got herself into that situation because she was trying to save her man mm-hmm. from carbonite. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she was still a badass. She still killed so, Jabba the Hutt. Exactly. She's a total badass. Would you guys so. know, like, um, besides this iconic role, I mean, she's been in other films as well. Blues Brothers, to, to name. Yeah, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. She's, she also that was was, was uh, quite a looked after, and people sought after her to help fix scripts in Hollywood. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. She, she fixed... Uh, Hook as one of them that I was like, I didn't know that. Wow. Mm. Um, I knew she was a great writer. She has a ton of books, uh, not just biographies. She's written like fiction books too that are supposed to be really, really good. Hmm. I didn't know she was a script fixer though. Yeah. That's impressive. And then to then hear the day after. Oh my God. Her, like the next day, yeah. her, her mom, who also another famous person. Right. Oh yeah, she was in Singing in the Rain. Debbie Reynolds, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, so I was listening to NPR yesterday. This is how I began most of my conversations with people. Yeah. I was listening to NPR yesterday, and they were doing, they did an interview with Carrie Fisher like a month ago, mm-hmm. and she was talking about her mom and how her mom had had like two strokes already this year, and she was surprised that she had recovered at all, mm-hmm. let alone as well as she did. And the fact that her mom had another stroke almost immediately after, I think she just was probably like, I'm done. Yeah, I saw, I saw, um, I think it was her son, Debbie Reynolds' son, like, 
I'm not positive about this, but it was somebody related yeah. that said, like, yeah, she just couldn't. Right. It's go sad. On. It's so sad. Such an intro. Like, if anybody, if you guys have a chance to like look into the backstory, like the life of Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds, they're just it's so interesting. Like. Carrie Fisher's dad, Eddie Fisher, left Debbie Reynolds for Elizabeth Taylor. They were all friends to begin with, and he just up and left. And just the crazy Hollywood story behind that family is insane. Yeah. And I know last week we we ended up going way too long about real news. We didn't really talk a lot about the past year Mm -hmm. and and the deaths uh, of all the famous pop culture people and many people have speculated is it just because we have more social media a lot of people have been written about many of these people that have passed away though have also passed early but then you look at their drug and and drinking Mm -hmm. type lifestyles which true to a point of a lot of these rock stars but even some of them who have just passed away with just out of nowhere george mm, michael yeah uh the the list is also it's not just that we now are seeing more of them. It's that there has been an increase within the death community, in which case I don't see it ending anywhere within this next year. Mm. Um, I mean, starting off, you know, David Bowie, um, we have Alan Rickman, um, Gene Wilder, Prince, Gary Shanling, Prince, Muhammad Ali. Um, I could go on for an entire podcast, just naming everyone Hodor, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was like, the guy who played Hodor died. That's oh, what I was thinking too. You meant actual yeah. Hodor. <laughs> that was good. My my fucking car, like yeah. seriously, I my with car. a couple of days left in the year, and my car died, and it had enough. Luckily, it could be resuscitated with engine parts. <laughs> mm. Resuscitated. Yes, and. Lots of money. Unprecedented. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was. It was a year, and also to to name another famous person that had passed away within the last year. Uh, I need to quick get his name though because I know what he did. Um, Hulselman, Leo Hulselman. Do you know what he is famous for? Nope. Hulselman. Yes. He created the Red Solo Cup. Oh. Really? Yes. The the things that we love <laughs> dear while drinking all of our beverages yes. had also passed away in as, the past year. As Lindsay looks at her blue Solo Cup <laughs> and wonders, who solo. invented this? <laughs> no, he, they, they started, uh, he took over a company from his dad and they made a lot of party supplies and they first, you know those little like uh, water cooler little Oh, the cones? Cones, yeah. They started that off, and then oh. he uh, later on started to experiment with, with having, like, wax line cups uh, in the lineup, and then it was in, like, the 70s that he came upon cheap, easy plastic party cup, which came out in red, which was kind of more of a neutral, you know, gender-type color. Oh. They've since come out with many different colors yes. as well, but the red Solo cup being... You know, Aww. as immortalized by Toby Keith's uh, yeah. famous Red Solo Gross. Cup, let's have a party. Gross. So that's kind <laughs> of the. Uh, Kenny Baker died this year too, so now R two D two and Princess Leia are together. There's oh, there were so many deaths. So 
here's to hoping the next year yes. will be good with less death or gory death. Who knows, depending on how you look at it. Less I, gory deaths? No, less death, but more gory deaths. More gory. More go- so you want more Anton Yelchin deaths. That's another big person we lost. I'm just saying year. more or less on on the the big screen or whatever. Uh, and we'll, I mean, we'll kick that off with a book that I read. Whoa, uh, you read a book? Yes, because we sometimes <laughs> do that on this show. Uh, Alien versus Predator, Life and Death, number one, mm-hmm. which reading that whole series has been great the life and death series there was the aliens and then there's the prometheus one and it's gonna go into talking about more of just looking forward to that fucking movie yeah. i'm more pumped about that movie than any other movie coming out uh in 2017 really yes really uh, <laughs> it's so definitive yes really i heard there's this really interesting power rangers movie coming out in 2017 <laughs> you're right. probably not that into that though after looking at the toys. Oh yeah, oh. Tony. So Tony texted me the other day just a picture of the Power Rangers toys, and then he, it just followed up with just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, and because of that, like I want memorabilia from my shows, and the way that it seems like like the Megazord morphs, transforms, like looks sleek and all, but no, I'm not buying how it does that. So. The movie can possibly pull me back. I think that's so funny that you're basing this whole movie going experience on whether the toys I, are viable. I'm so giddy <laughs> over the, the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. All right, back to aliens. Yes. yes. Um, so this is like when you put all these life and death books together. This is number thirteen of seventeen in the whole series of them all, and with the other ones of Predator, Life and Death, Prometheus, and and Aliens, Life and Death. Which this is now bringing them kind of all together and it takes place on LV 223 and has some Marines already trapped there obviously going to help the other Marines that have been on there and within the alien books uh, you have a good or not alien the predator books you have a good predator Ahab who has befriended one of the the Marines as well and this whole book just starts off with a ship that has been sent to come try to help them down on the mainland and you have this guy running around can you open these doors you know can you work the locks on the weapon system and you're not quite knowing what's after him until you see the the wolverine claw type going through his stomach mm, and then mm. yeah they're dead because mm. these predators although sometimes befriend humans these ones aren't that no and it's just so going into there can be a lot more gore in this year because this is the type of suspense and horror that I love. Yes. You just, you already know, you don't need to have read those other books because they they fill you in within the title page of kind of what has gone on before. So you can read this uh, four book series by itself. That's good. But you will be better served if you have read these other ones because you get a better sense of what they're going for. And any one of the Alien or Predator books, or even the Prometheus books, just gives a better view of this whole world that they've made and really looking forward to the new Alien Covenant, which I will gush over later. Please keep your gush to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) This has a... They already killed the the Alien Queen. Nope. 
but there's one gestating in one of the Marines, so you know they're coming out in full force. But really at the end, when you get to the last pages where Ahab meets back up with the main Marines and he kind of saves them from the aliens that are there, that are coming, you have the Marines kind of looking in the distance of like, do we have more of these aliens to worry about? Well, no shit, we know that's happening. It's like, no, not not them. Uh, Ahab's folks just came into town and uh, if you thought this situation was bad, it's now bad and complicated. And I love that line because you know how when it always says next issue or whatever, next issue, it gets worse and more complicated. (laughs) (laughs) So just taking that quote and you just see all these predators coming down, which you know it's going to be a bloody bath here on the world with predators versus aliens, which the movies didn't do it justice. No. Dark Horse has done justice to the franchises in a whole. Whenever you see any of these names within the storybooks, you know it's going to be a great story because they take the time to let it come to fruition. Just to state. let it, yeah, Much just like, like a, a little, just like a little alien baby. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> quite happy for that, and I don't even know if you had a book that you review, wanted to review this week. I, but. I, well, no, not really. I, um, I read a couple good books. I got the next uh, after AD After Death book, mm-hmm. which I haven't even finished reading yet because it takes an effort to read this well, book. Well, because it's, it's pretty. Th- I mean, it's yeah. thick and it's wordy because it's half novel, half comic book. Where does how does it uh, add up to the last book that we read, where we have the man farming and well now he's the weird so happening. A lot of this so far, very more much more story I think than the last one. So it's a lot more prose than comic so far. The part I haven't gotten to yet looks like it's mostly comic. Um, but so most of it, he's he's up at this station, like essentially monitoring for things back down on the on earth he's not not on earth but he's like up in the mountains so they're above this electrical cloud and then underneath the cloud is our earth which is dead i don't know what happened i don't know how it died people can't die they cured death so but the earth is dying i don't know if it has one has to do with the other but most of the book is about him being a thief and learning how to be a thief so and that why whole, he became like, a thief and barn with all that yeah. stuff in there yep Okay. So it's all coming together. It's great. It totally. When I read a book like this, I don't. Have you ever read the book House of Leaves? No. Okay. Yes. So how? Yeah, I know you have. Yeah. House of Leaves is an amazingly complicated and groundbreaking book, and it's the type of book where, um, like. They did a lot of it's like um, circular arts. reading. Yeah, they did a lot of art with the typeface where yeah. they do spirals with the typeface where they do like. Pages where there's only one word on it right. and stuff like that, just but it fits with what is being told. Yes, and so this reminds me a lot of that in the style, the way yeah. it's done. And I'm wondering if there's like a, I know like Dirk really was influenced by House of Leaves, so I'm wondering yeah. how many other writers have been as well. But yeah, you know Scott Snyder wrote this, read House of Leaves. This, I, I it's highly recommended this book. I. Anybody who reads comics or books, and it's only five ninety nine, and you're getting like a full, like, books worth of material there once you get all of them. So, definitely. And then I read the the next Snot Girl. 
number five. It's it's still really good. It's it's just just Brian O'Malley goodness, mm. weird, trippy, Brian O'Malley goodness. All right. Yeah. Well, I also read another book as well. Oh my God, your car was broken down, so you had so much time. <laughs> <laughs> Civil War II, number eight. Oh, oh, yeah. We talked. And about everything that we talked about last week about this, yeah, happened. Yeah. There isn't really much to review except for saying that everything we did talk about did happen. We saw a Tony Stark who, all right, they definitely made uh, Carol Danvers like a badass in this book to show how powerful she is. Yeah. And with that being said, it really left. A bad taste in my mouth for anything that could be happening, even though those splash pages were amazing of showing the many futures that could be happening within Marvel. You see one of almost reminiscence, and it, this is true to form of Marvel. Let's rehash everything that we've done before because we think that everyone's just going to buy that. No, stop doing this shit. Because we Except see one of, of an ult- Ultron, you know, over all the 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 people, all the heroes. Oh. We see one of what's reminiscence of a Days of Futures past. No. We see one that almost looks like X-Men storming Adelon. So, obviously, if that's tying into... Well, yeah, the Inhumans versus it, X-Men just started, so... Yeah, so that's obviously yeah. the, the initial future. We also had, which... Oh, really pissed me off within it wasn't no we'll just go to the future storytelling first um <laughs> you you have like uh miles morales holding a slain captain america with a evil looking captain america silhouette there which could be tying into the whole captain america it's hydrate like agent a slain captain america as in falcon captain america no like, like steve rogers captain america and then another steve rogers captain america standing ominously behind him no no just like that like just looking at it like, you know, the shadow ah. silhouette of like him looking sinister. So it's like, did he do this because it's the evil Hydra, uh. Captain America, or not? And none of these necessarily mean they're gonna come true because, as what is found out by Carol later, oh, what I initially saw was just a glimpse of what could be, but not all of what could be, which is what everyone is fucking telling her the whole point of. Have you ever been around a Marvel? Get it together, woman, because... Yeah. she's been around for a while, too. And she knows time travel yeah. happens and not everything is yeah. set. And it was the biggest... It pissed... But besides that is the advertisement, not only of these future events, but there is kind of a cool splash page that kind of set in motion of what everyone was going to be looking forward to in the future, uh, which seemed like the biggest ad for Marvel ever, which was really cool-looking... But at the same point, showing, uh, what's it, Renry, the new, you know, Iron Man. Oh, Riri? Riri. Yeah. Uh, shows some, or Daredevil with Iron Fist uh, um, and Jessica Jones, like, showing almost as if there's going to be a Defenders book coming out because all of these are showing how of they're all. Of course there is. They're all there's dealing with. There's a TV show coming out yeah, soon. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then it also confirmed of what we also talked about of Iron Man just being in a coma, stasis. Yeah. Don't know if he's alive or dead, but it seems like he's working himself out until the next Iron Man movie comes out. So right. Or he'll be gone for a little bit in the comic books. Avengers movie. Yeah. But it all ends with n- no repercussions, nothing happening. It was cool. Ulysses' uh, Eternity showed up, 
and he kind of said, hey, Ulysses, you're beyond even mortal realm. Come join us in our pantheon of what oh, we're doing. he became a... So he's like a, a... I don't even know what you... The, not celestial, but like a god right. pantheon that oversees the universes, because that's going on in the Ultimates right now, which is great. So read those books if you kind of want to know this cosmic being type uh, situation going on there. But to have a young, brash, you know, inhuman to now become one of those, we're definitely going to be seeing more of him and where he fits within all that. But having even Eternity come down and saying, no, there is more to this world than just your world. Come on, people. You guys have fucking known this for years. Unless their minds were wiped after Secret Wars, that there could be other possibilities. Maybe. They are a bunch of smushed up different versions of each other all together on one world now. That would just be too Bendis-y to (laughs) make that happen. He is the main architect of our Marvel world now. I wish he would get his hands... He can he does good street levels, which if he's gonna do the new Defenders book, which has been talked about coming out, which we know is gonna definitely come out. Right. Have him do that. He's good at that. Yeah. Stay away from my cosmic shit. Right. So <laughs> get out of space, Bendis. <laughs> all in all, it I'm gonna get him a t shirt that says that. <laughs> was a very pretty book. The pictures Who and everything were it? great. But the story writing and the script, no. Who did the art? Um, let me get to the first page. It was here. pretty, but he doesn't know who did it. <laughs> I think it was uh, Marquez. Do, 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 do. Well, I'll look it up later uh, when I flip through, and then we can <laughs> I put you on the spot. Into Sorry. The, into this. So yeah, so there's that to look forward from Marvel. Yeah. What, what, what are we looking forward to? All, all the shit that's going to be rehashed. <laughs> that, that the visions that are going to come true. And I'm looking forward to Jean Grey, the standalone comic book from Marvel. That is it, and I hope that it's good because if it's not, everyone is going to hear about it. Everyone, you guys, our listeners, the internet. Well, there is <laughs> people I mean, at work who don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe maybe Marvel's resolution is maybe we won't do these. And, <laughs> and we already had this printed that was supposed to come out ages ago. But even then, as as we said, their whole delays of when that stuff comes out. Yeah. We already saw Tony Stark technically die in the Spider Man comic book and but now we've revealed, oh, he's really not dead. Right. <sighs> yeah. Their timelines are terrible. They have a hard Very time staying so. on on Stay on target. On target with Would their releases. Would you guys be happy to see a recut of Rogue One and have it be remastered in the many scenes that they did? Because you know that the trailer was totally different than what stuff that was. And they there. they shot scenes like thirty different ways, right? In which they could make three different movies. Obviously, the ending is going to be the same, mostly the same. They're right. going to get the the plans, but like. They showed how they were running with the plans down the beach in one point, but yet in the last they data transferred it. Right. So uh, also showing, you know, what seemed like Darth Vader showing on to that planet and everything. Like they could make an entirely different movie. Well, that's for the DVD. But do you even want Star them to Wars do that though? Because I feel like what they did was perfect. 
And I don't want it to be tarnished with a what if or what could have been. Right. Well, George Lucas isn't in control of it anymore, so they probably are going to leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, and you know, they can put it out on DVD and then put like the uncut, unedited version out alongside it, you know, like together. I think it'd be cool if they did what you were saying where like you could choose your own adventure almost oh. like, totally like <laughs> like here's all your options for how these scenes could go that would and be awesome that would be cool that would be cool but it would it, i don't know i feel like it'd be too much taken away from i need a solid script and a solid right. movie yeah tell me what this universe is supposed to be and let me speculate of other things later the only thing i was waiting for that i did not see and it could just be that i don't know enough about it to have some have seen it was um, it was supposed to tie Star Wars Rebels, the animated series, into the movie universe. And I know what they're planning on doing in Rebels with um, uh, Forrest Whitaker's character. Like he's his younger version of himself is going to show up in Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. But I thought they have a main. I think the main character's name is Ezra. He's a Jedi. Okay. Uh, he, I thought he was supposed to show up in this movie at some point. Maybe just as a background Maybe. character. And, and so like, I don't oh, know I'm if here. I just missed him or if they cut him out or if they just decided not to do it. So that would be the only thing I would want them to maybe. I love, speaking of add. George Lucas, I love all the people that like make funny things of like, yeah, I can't wait for the Rogue One <laughs> sequel to come out. Yeah. And I shared one on, on our Facebook page and people were like getting, seriously, A, it proves that they didn't even read the actual article that it said because if you read it, you would see it's based on a script already made by George Lucas. So not it's only due is he directing nineteen seventy three or yeah, whatever due, it was, yeah, yeah. And it's going to start upcomers uh, Harrison Ford and, yeah. and Carrie Fisher and and um, Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. Yeah. So it's like it was totally satire, but people just read the title of George Lucas going to direct the sequel to this, and they yeah. lost their shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Not even realizing the sequel to this is A New Hope. Yeah. which has already been made. So seriously, people, but the more and more I see people do that. Stupid. And also, what did they think it was going to be called? Rogue 2? Yeah. <laughs> Episode 3.5? And since people should have seen it now, we you guys saw it then, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, we did, finally. With the, yeah, with the whole ending of everyone yeah. dying, just yeah. great. Just it was, great. It was good. I don't know if they could have... They could have had maybe one or two... Go off in the sunset and come up I later. I think it was on, good that they, they killed everyone yeah, off. Just made yeah. a clean cut. I got all misty eyed when Princess Leia showed up. Vader's yeah. Vader's yeah. badassness, yeah. like that whole like five minutes, makes me be like, I want to see more of that. Yeah, right. Because even uh, looking at times for A New Hope, he was only in that for about ten minutes as well. Where right. people nostalgic think he was like way more into the movie yeah. than he was. Which, by the way, when we saw it, we totally forgot to use a stopwatch. I knew you were going to. But <laughs> I was paying very close attention, and it was definitely less than four minutes. You think so? I definitely think it was less than four minutes. I think it would be God, less why than are three. You, why are you... Total why, screen time. Why are you... Why? Why? This is Tony's time. Why are you agreeing with him? Oh, he's saying oh. less. He's saying less than three to get you closer get th- to yours. You get three though. You get three, four, and five. Well, it'd be, it'd don't be you? be close. It'd be close. No, whatever. Split oh, the difference. Had, oh, you had greater than or equal to? No, you had less I than or equal had up to, to a like, minute. 
What's between one and four? So three would have been yeah. in between two. Yeah. I like how he's just lying this and trying to greater, cheat. <laughs> this is greater than or equal to yeah. one minute. Oh, it's supposed to be less than or equal to. No, you'd be dumb if you said less than a minute. Yeah. Well, why would I say greater than or equal to a minute? That would be everything. Up to then my guess. Oh. Anyways. Who no, knows? I'm pretty so, sure no, I said less than a minute. Three minutes would be yours. Well, up Josh, anyway, stop lying because there was more two, more than a couple. Two minutes three and fifty nine seconds is mine, and then three minutes to four minutes and, and thirty and, seconds. And, yeah, is, be in between. Yeah. All right. Well, either way, I don't care who we got won. very convoluted. I'm saying it's less than four minutes. <laughs> We're gonna have there. to figure this. This out is why we shouldn't make bets. I know. Booze <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys actually like bet anything? Beer. Yeah, beer. Oh, of Duh, course. that's all we ever bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like to drink. <laughs> the um, that that fight scene was badass. Yeah, the Darth Vader fight scene. The um, it, the what did you think of the CGI faces? It was scary, real. Like I yeah. thought it was like, wow, they've come a long way from yeah. from even because it, it, you like, found it distracting. Really? Yeah, I didn't care for it myself. But the dude Tark Tarkin was that mm-hmm. his name? Yeah, he's dead. In real life, the yeah. actor. He died back in the 90s, apparently. Um, so that makes sense. And then Leia, obviously the only way that they were going to get that to work is with CGI. To make right. what, I, what I actually didn't know, and I just found out today, was they actually had a actress do her because they needed somebody who was still young to shoot, to film it. And then and they the CGI yeah. over the face. But they need somebody with like the same physical features. So it makes me think, like, for any scenes in the future for Leia, right. well, they've already they'll probably have somebody. They finished else. eight. They finished, yeah, and they finished scenes. eight, and they've also yeah. said that she has a huge part to play in it. Now, what I want to see happen, which I don't want to see happen, but it would make more sense is hopefully I know that because it's already a planned kind of trilogy with what they're doing now, and then someone what they're gonna do. I want to see Leia's character have already had the resolution within this right. movie to not have it dragged out in nine. Right. But if that means they have to go do some reshoots, reshoots and edits of she either dies or she goes off in the sunset somewhere, fine. But I don't really feel like her as her rebel commander would go off into sunset. No. She's going to die in a so place of glory. So she's going to die, yeah. but they're going to need to reshoot that unless yeah. they already have that planned, in which case kudos for their precog knowledge (laughs) but i just don't want to see it all of a sudden at the end her being alive and then dragged out to nine of how they then explain the death i'd rather have them just go ahead and be like reshoot it this sucks we need to go post she jumps in an x-wing and yeah and then sacrifices herself porkins style porkins porkins style (laughs) porkins So that that in of itself is a big reason to look forward to the next year, yeah. 2017, because of the next episode. It comes out in out. next December. Yes. And already Rogue One has crossed the 600 million mark globally, and it hasn't even started in China yet. Wow. Which is a huge market. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be one of, again, Star Wars taking top thrones for movie debuts and... I don't see it stopping. No. I still like Force Awakens better. Like than it was Rogue good. One? Yeah, it, Rogue One was good, but I kind of feel like the accolades made, made me think it was going to be even better than Force Awakens. 
Force Awakens, in my book, was Oh, no, I just think Force Awakens was amazing, too. But I don't think I can compare them because Force Awakens is already setting the tone for a new, you know, story, epic, epic adventure, where this, you knew it had an ending, so with what they had and what they had to do... It was just phenomenal. Yeah, in that. yeah. It's the story like, and you can't fix it though. anymore. Where right. you can fix it in other yeah. episodes. Got, oh my god! Though the the fact that he built in the weakness to the Death Star, that I loved. That was that, the, was, that was the part great. that we were kind of alluding yeah. to. We didn't want to say last right. week yeah. because that was great storytelling. Because that fixes all the plot holes it that does. we've had yeah. of like how it's did that just? Work? Well, that was that was that was nerd. Had. The nerd community's biggest bitch about the Star Wars movies yeah. mm-hmm. is their giant. He's gonna put this one little weakness right high here. tech, but yeah. not only that. death machine, and there's this tiny little weakness on the inside. Yeah. But the only he... people that even besides the plans and them uh, um, talking about it, uh, I forget the main uh, scientist guy that went to go try to get the plans and prevent them from getting them. He was the only uh, Imperial guy that knew about him as well. Right. So they didn't even know that there was this weakness throughout the entire... So they even covered that plot hole of, like, no one knew about it except for now the Rebels. Yeah. And then there was, like, the one guy, the the bad guy, right? The one that... He died. I mean, they all died. Yeah. yeah. Well, anybody that would have known about it. Oh, the guy that was in control of the Death Star, yeah. Anybody that would have known about it was on that, that... Planet. Until they got yeah. the the actual plans for the Death Star. Hawaii, so. the planet, essentially, yeah. is where they were at. <laughs> Hawaii, the place. That just seemed like a paradise to me. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, they just wanted to shoot there. Yeah. They just well, wanted... <laughs> it really, I mean, now you can play with your ad at it in sand, and it won't feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before it was just snow and yeah. desert, jungle. Yeah. So. yeah, right. So now you can play with it in the sandbox, oh. and you can just... Now it's part of your pretend. Right. 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 Did <laughs> so you some... call it an at at? Yeah, at at. So I thought it's at at. No, what I have learned to stand corrected as well is that's what they actually call it as at ats. Like really, if you are a true Star Wars person, I've always said at at as well. Ha! Yeah. But I knew. <laughs> and at-at. it sounds weird yeah. to say. Yeah, but... it does. And then the other ones, the two-legged ones, those are chicken walkers. You're making No, it I'm up. not making it up. <laughs> well, those are technically have the distinction, and I'm going to be crucified for saying it wrong, but I think those are ATSTs. I think you're right. Which then you would say that... ATSTs. ATSTs. Yeah, so you would but say that ATSTs. They're also called chicken walkers, because yeah. they walk like chickens. Mm. Yeah, see? I know yeah, things. See? Yeah, see? I know things about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's crazy that already free comic book day news has come oh. out because they have the list of what the free yes. comic books are going to be. So you can and, put them on your pull list because I have already done that with one of them. But that just seems, I don't know, because uh, those books, some of them are reissues of other comic mm-hmm. books that have come out. Some are just like Marvel Point Ones to tell you all these things you should buy in other ways. Some of them are actually golden and, and pretty cool, and they're sometimes creators sneak in a first appearance of comic book characters that mm-hmm. they know are going to be coming out that hopefully to them will be famous uh, to many. But there is, there's like 12 gold sponsor comics and 38 silver sponsor comics, which I don't understand the difference. I think uh, the gold sponsored ones are bigger. Okay. And then the silver ones, I think, and they probably get less copies of them. 
And then the silver ones are your thinner ones, and they get oh, a shit ton yeah. of okay, them. Yeah. And just even going through, like, there's way too many to even describe them all, but I mean, there's there's Sonic books, there's Buffy books, there's a uh, classified Marvel book, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from IDW. I mean, I can tell you the one I'm most excited about. What? It's actually on my list of things I'm excited about for this next year. Uh, the 2080 40th anniversary Free Comic Book Day comic. Really? Yeah. Which 2080 is where Judge Dredd came from. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a, a total awesome Judge Dredd story in it. I'm just looking forward to the people picking up the Ani Press of Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of really great, and I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering why they released the all the titles ahead of time, because if you can like I was able to pull the 2080 one and put it on my pull list. So I'm hoping that my comic book store will put it in there for me. But the whole point of free comic book day is to, for people to go into the store. And then see, and like, oh, yeah, a free comic book. And yeah. your kid will be like, oh, I might start reading that. Exactly. Or I might, as an adult, start reading that. Right. So uh, knowing them ahead of time, I guess you can kind of like pre-plan maybe. Like if you really want to get there early or not. I don't know. Some of those stores, like Vault of Midnight, there's... They always have a line on Free Comic Book Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, my comic book store that I go to in Kentwood, not a line ever. It's Never. People are just going down there to play magic and get vape juice. Oh yeah, right next door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, as most news that we talk about usually will be coming out within a month or six. This I don't necessarily know when it's going to debut, so it might not be 2017 to look forward to. But I'm fucking stoked. And it's a Castlevania TV series. Mm. Ooh, it's going to be really? like an anime type style from the studios that, that produces Adventure Times. They pretty much confirmed it. That's in development. Isn't that Frederator? Yes. Yeah. Actually, that is. I just couldn't pronounce that. So <laughs> I didn't Frederator! To say it. But yeah. And it's, it's supposed to be kind of a dark adult type uh, bloody cartoon okay hmm. so i'm all for that because That's something out of there they usually they don't they so they've done they do adventure time they've done a ton of shit mm-hmm. and then but they did bravest warriors which has an adventure time feel but is definitely more adult focused they've done fairly odd parents yeah which they, is yep. more cutesy and stuff so that's right. where seeing the the or hearing that it's going to be more adult and gory interesting is and... because there's so much lore to those video yeah. games. I mean, they've spanned from PlayStation to the Nintendo DS, and each one reverberates around this whole world that they've made and the right. duality of it all is just... <laughs> I feel like your new goal, instead of mentioning the Power Rangers trailer, is to say duality at least <laughs> once every podcast. Well, I'm glad that they're doing that and not a movie. Yeah, because, well, that's... I, Here's the thing. I actually almost rather have TV shows than a movie sometimes because I feel like you get more in yeah. depth, but it comes down to the budget and what they will do, and that's right. the part where movies has way more you can do magic-wise, but even... They always fuck them up, though, especially video game movies. Yes, so I think like video game TV shows is where they should take some... But then again, I don't necessarily know. I mean, we had the Super Mario Brothers Super Hour. Yeah. Mortal Kombat had a... It wasn't a TV series. Well, the, it was the, the YouTube. Yeah. And that was, that actually, was really good. Imagine if they had 
put more money towards right. it, that would have just been badass. Yeah. So I, I could be down. But then, even then, though, too, I think... Oh, I still love the first Mortal Kombat movie. I do, too. And so I almost feel like, though, a movie of that scope could be great in the tournament, but then you could have a whole series leading up to the tournament. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a Maybe you should up. start writing, Tony. Maybe I should. <laughs> Speaking of writers, uh, Robert Kirkman has said that pretty much The Walking Dead could go for, like, 20 seasons. Really? No, not 2012, sorry. The, t- the TV still. show? Yeah, because yeah. ha- having them be, and we've talked about this before, of them catching up to the books. Mm-hmm. But even then, the books are still where they're at now, 50 issues, you know, behind of where the comic book is. And mm-hmm. if they start the next season, taking a couple more that's still quite a few books right. and where they can be exploring while the comic book also goes ahead and they get there. And whether that's him wishful thinking of, you know... He just wants to have a job for the rest <laughs> of his yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still think that that could be a great... Um, still a great show. I'm still glad there's people still tuning in even though for they've the Walking Dead. bashed in Glenn's head. Yeah. Did you watch... That's, that's the thing, too. Is It seems like it has not died off in popularity Even though all. people have said... And that's where, and I think we've speculated before of the moment they kill Daryl, yeah. will that be the point where people turn off? Yeah. Or do they tune in to see the bad guy get its comeuppance? Because right. it's it's got to be a point where he dies. I mean... I think it almost feels like with the way his character has gone in this last season, with him kind of being neutered a little bit Mm -hmm. and not so I mean there was that one episode that followed him while he was at Negan's camp but Mm -hmm. for the most part he hasn't been in this season except for like oh there's sad Daryl oh there's sad sad slave Daryl oh there's sad slave Daryl again like it's almost like they're trying to break that connection that people have to him with him being such a badass Oh, I would by love, breaking him. Yeah, I would love to see them make a Boondock Saints three, and we know if that happens, serious? then maybe. You want to see a Boondock Saints three? Yeah. Did you like the second one? Yeah. I know a lot of people who did. I did not. I could have. Was... Okay, my favorite part of that movie is when. <laughs> is when... Shut up. Romeo's crying. No, no, no. It's oh. when they have the beards <laughs> at the beginning and they decide to go back to the States to, mm-hmm. to save their dad or whoever. Yeah. I think it was their dad. And they shave their beards off and they're like, why the hell did we shave our beards? We looked like Jesus before <laughs> yeah. this. But I totally could have done without the stupid man montage that they yeah. did in the middle of that fucking yeah. movie. But I still felt that it, <laughs> it was because of the, okay, maybe the, the actual movie movie suck, but the whole making it and getting it to be put together and the whole cast yeah. being like, we need to make this. Also, as part of what the first movie was about, two of them just being like, what the fuck is this? Or, yeah. okay, and then we're going to make it our own, and then, holy shit, it's a huge cult classic. It is. An, the first one is an amazing movie. So I think if they actually came to it and say, okay, we're going to plan this out, end it well, make it third movie, and then let's spend all the, you know, studio's money to make it, mm. let's get it done. I don't know. I don't know. But if that, when, when and if that happens, that's when... We'll kill off. Yeah. Daryl. I mean, he could film that on his, on the break. Yeah, he would not like be like, I have to leave this hugely successful TV show to do this. Maybe the a trilo- good trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> With the, which I, I remember watching this documentary, I think it was called Overnight, years and years ago, about making Boondock Saints. And the guy who wrote and directed it is just a notorious asshole to people. Like, he just was horrible to everybody Wasn't he around. in the movie? 
He was he had a little cameo yeah. in the bar. Yeah. yeah. The um I mean not to everybody around him, but like who was it? It was somebody big, like Steven Spielberg or something like that, tried to give him no, it was Harvey Weinstein. Tried to give him like uh um the mo- a movie deal for this because he was just working at a bar and the guy totally was a dick to Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, he basically owns Terrible. Hollywood. I know. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm just... Thanks for that sideline. Yeah, I'm just saying... <laughs> Josh is fun he fact. He probably doesn't have a lot of friends to make a really great Yeah, so once a podcast, Josh is going to say, I watched this documentary one yeah. time. Whatever, miss. Once a- <laughs> I, whatever, miss. I was listening to NPR. <laughs> oh. Do you guys have uh, anything else you're looking forward to in the year? So much stuff I'm actually looking forward to. Well, let's talk about comics first. Um, So soon, actually. You know, it's really hard to find, like, what's coming out in a whole year in advance. So really you get, like, the first... Except for you see the previews books and the solicits, and then you kind of know. Well, but they only go a couple months in, right? Mm -hmm. You don't really get the full year. But I, in January, so just in a couple weeks, there is a um, image book coming out called Curse Words which is written by Charles Soule and drawn by Ryan Brown, who I love. Okay, yep. And it's about this wizard who comes to the city, and everybody thinks like he's there to help and be a good wizard, but really he's an evil wizard, and he's fooling them all. And I just can't wait to see that story written by Charles Soule and then drawn by Ryan Brown. Really just drawn by Ryan who you, Brown. Who you would know from uh, Astro- God, God Hates Astronauts. Astronauts. Yeah. yeah, that was Michigan serious. Boy that Ryan yeah, Brown is. is. So yeah, that's what is. I'm most looking forward to so far. I think, so. yeah, because it is hard to uh, in, we'll do something a little bit later uh, to poke in your guys' brains, but with the comic book world in, in general, yeah, it is hard to know exactly what's coming out except for within the near future. Right. But I would have to say looking forward to what Hasbro has done with their IDW properties in that universe that they've created because we've already seen the first couple issues of books but we haven't really seen where the giant crossovers and how they're all going to mesh to be because mm. they're kind of after the whole um was it was a Re- revolution oh, like, yeah. story arc that that uh kind of wrapped up in the beginning of December where they're all going to go and fit into this new world but having read some of the first couple issues of the books you don't know because they're then now like okay now we're Transformers and now we're masked but where are they going to cross over again and and make it their world that's what I mean I really think that those comics just are perfect for you because it really is like a marriage of the two things that you just really, really like, toys and comic books. And it just takes them, it smooshes them together, and Tony's brain explodes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, and it really does, and that's not to knock off of... Because, again, people are high-class, or, you no know, highbrow-type, snooty comic book nerds of, like, oh, you read that, ho-ho-ho, you oh, can't. that's not indie. Or, or, oh, you read Marvel, ho-ho-ho, you can't read that, because that's not indie, too. But, like... And even though we can be a little snooty by saying Marvel's kind of sucking it up a bit. We at least read them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, read them and, and, and get, I only get read the knowledge of what's... <laughs> <laughs> I only read DC. <laughs> <laughs> so there isn't a lot uh, on that front. I would say video game world-wise, 
looking forward to what Nintendo has up their sleeves. I mean, whenever there's a new Legend of Zelda that's no. supposed to debut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the I think whole... there's a Legend of Zelda comic book coming out, too. Well, there's one on Free Comic Book yeah. Day. I guess that doesn't mean there's a whole series in the works. But right? that would be if there is, and I will have to do some research to figure that out because That'd I'm be game. awesome, yeah. Literally. <laughs> I see. You see what I did there? Yeah. Um, Injustice 2 comes out this year. Which hopefully will be just as good as Injustice 1. I'm looking forward to the Death Stranding, which is so shrouded in... Oh, is that the, that's that you guys talked for a really long time about it. Yeah. On our E3 coverage, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was Tony talking about video games for most of the time. <laughs> oh, what about uh, movies? I mean, that's uh, the easiest yeah, one. Yeah, there's a shit ton of movies coming out this year. Uh, I'm most excited for uh, Lego Batman. Yeah. No lie. <laughs> um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Yeah, Guardians. For real. And then there's a movie coming out called Wilson that's based on a comic book by the same guy who wrote Ghost World. Okay. And Ghost World was... Was it Clo- Klaus? Da- uh, Daniel, Daniel Klaus. Klaus. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I loved Ghost World. Like, I loved Ghost World just as a movie fan before I even realized that it was based on a comic book and I just can't wait to see if, if this movie meets those expectations I'm probably setting it up too high <laughs> so it's probably going to be terrible but I hope not Yeah. So, uh, I'm looking forward to Alien Covenant Yeah. yeah. that's what I'm first and I still am, I still am looking forward to the trans- or not Transformers no, actually I am, but not for the Transformers, but Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. I'm really looking forward to Logan, which is coming out. Yeah? Uh, that, that looks really good. Spider-Man Homecoming, too. Spider-Man Homecoming. I actually, good. like, I almost put that on, on my, my list, and I have hope for this as a Spider-Man movie that it's going to be, like, his little Brooklyn accent is just so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, by the way, I, it's a quick side note. I just watched a video the other day that really made me laugh. It was Toby Maguire is Toby Maguire reacts to the Andrew Garfield reacts to the new Spider-Man Homecoming trailer. <laughs> so it's Toby Maguire watching a reaction video of Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield to the that's it was actually really I'll good. say this year is so many good movies too because as we already said Star Wars yes. that's going to be great I don't think as great as what the hype was for uh, the newest one right? because that was just many years in the making for the hype but it's though it's still snowballing they're oh, still going to yeah. be breaking records with yeah. that um, then we have the Planet of the Apes coming out mm-hmm. which I'm the... The I'm a big yeah. fan of that. Yep. Uh, we, Wonder Woman. I mean, if we're gonna just straight up say like you know what we're looking forward to the most, though, I mean, because we could name every single movie yeah. that's gonna be great coming out. I still will stick by Alien Covenant, but my soft spot's gonna be showing and Beauty, Beauty and, the, and Beast. the Beast. Oh, I knew you were gonna say that. I'm actually yeah. really excited about that one too. <laughs> I like. Oh, I am so like. I love for Beauty it. and the Beast. Belle is my favorite princess. She's so smart and brunette. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in the best of the Disney princesses, yeah, yeah for she sure, definitely is. And it's just it's a tale as old as time. I mean, yes. Same same with the Fast and the Furious because I still gotta oh, say yeah. I love those Fate movies too. But yeah. yeah, that'll be interesting. The yeah. um, what else? 
else was it? God, I had a list and then I left he my forgot phone his at phone, home. so he's oh. unprepared. I'm so unprepared. I had a few though. That Be were, like, prepared. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I know. Wonder what I mean. You know, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, out. Justice League. Yeah. I like. I still hold out hope that DC's gonna get their shit together and make some good movies. Yeah, we'll see. What about uh, TV? There, I mean. There's Legion. Legion. I'm actually really looking forward to Legion. I just watched but I the trailer I think that's going to be yeah. legit. And if they have cameos from other that would X-Men, be awesome. that would just be dumb yeah. of them not to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, going to the other side of the movie worlds and everything, with Agent the Shield and what they've been doing of pulling in characters, right. Legion would be dumb not to oh, do that. Especially with how they've done with the movies and everything. Yeah. It would be better for them to to build the, a more solid fan base in. But I cannot wait to see what they do. Legion... It looks good, too. The character... Like cinematically, it looks really good. Is just... He's, like, epic-level crazy. <laughs> and uber-powerful yeah. in the comic book. So it'll be interesting. Well, I think Netflix is going to be killing it. Um, well, yes, of course. The Limney Snicket, which... The movies were okay, but I think with the series it should be a television right. show mm-hmm. and I think that will be great I think though Neil Patrick Harris yeah he's gonna be awesome Count Olaf when it comes to TV shows I would probably say I'm most looking forward to Westworld but okay it's not gonna happen in 2017 so it's not? no it's they 2018 they've said that from yeah oh the next, really I didn't hear about that yeah mainly because of they want to do it right and yeah. I'm sure even if they got greenlit on the first episode they would still have because they want to make it good and yeah. with as many intricacies as that show has had and how well that they've covered all their plot holes and everything yeah they need to have the production time to do that so and That's I also fair. think they're also partially HBO is partially like getting some Game of Thrones stuff down mm. to debut before having another big franchise as Westworld yeah. to is start. Game of Thrones wrapping up this next year? No they have two more seasons two more seasons okay but, I mean, yep. you're going to have that, and then, yeah. So, yeah. a lot of their money is tied up in the Game of Thrones right now, I think. So, yeah. starting on Westworld would be kind of getting all their, I don't know, oh, It's going to inherit that audience, though, I bet. Um, Hulu has a TV series coming out in April, uh, The Handmaid's Tale, yeah. which I fucking love that book. It's Margaret I Atwood book. I don't know book. what that is. Uh, I don't think were you there when I reviewed Angel Catbird? I think I yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So Margaret Atwood wrote Angel Catbird. She also wrote The Handmaid's Tale, which I found through talking to various men, men, males, men, men, males in my men life. Males. Uh, most guys have not read this book that I've talked to because they think it's chick. Chick. It's total science fiction. It's it's. An amazing book. The description so, of the show yeah. sounds like it'd be right up my so alley. So I'm really excited to see. Like it's uh, a dystopian future. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it's like religious, very religious. Yeah, only only really religious. Certain yeah. people can have babies, but they can't. Yeah. They can't do it themselves. They need to. Yeah. Have a surrogate. And, uh, if you watched Mad Men, um, the oh god, now I can't think of her char- the character's name, but the main girl. And Mad Men, that's going to, it looks like she's going to be the main January girl. Jones? Is that her name? No, it wasn't life? January She oh. was the redhead. Um, I thought that was... It was also the girl that plays the daughter in West Wing. Oh, anyway. I can't remember her name no off biggie. the top of my head. But <laughs> she's, she's 
got a recognizable face. Yes. I mean, we could say, though, too, like, any show that's coming back, like Rick and Morty and stuff, always looking forward to yeah. the next season. Yeah. But I would have to say that, and I'm losing my track of thought of where I was going to go with this. <laughs> Uh oh, Iron Fist. Oh, another one from Netflix yeah. that's gonna kill it, which then goes into Defenders, which will also be out. So right, both of those highly anticipating. But I want to say if I'm gonna say my number one, people need to watch season one now because I'm gonna look forward to it because it is gonna be picked up again. It's a show called Travelers. It's on Netflix. Oh yeah, oh, you were yeah. telling me about I this. Seen it. That was the time traveler one. Yeah, because yeah, Tony loves time travel. Yeah, and they did. <laughs> They did it so well where even in the first couple episodes, I'm like, oh, you could fix it with time travel, so why, you know, major plot hole here, but then even in the later episodes, something I was already griping about this, the episode before, they explain how their time travel works and how that wouldn't work to fix that now with more time travel, and I'm like, holy shit, they're wrapping this up, and then they wrap it up in a bigger bow of, fuck, they've changed the future, but it hasn't changed, and how they time travel, and very very well done yeah so i am i think that's probably number one on television shows yeah that in fuller house season three <laughs> yeah. the um a couple of big ones for me um riverdale oh one. yeah that the was the, that was actually no that was what yeah. i was meaning to come out of my mouth but i couldn't remember <laughs> yeah archie that looks really good where it's basically like twin peaks it's meets twin peaks archie. meets archie which yeah. oh, which twin peaks also comes out oh well, yeah year, you guys. Twin peaks, yeah <laughs> but yeah the um so that looks really good. The definitely check out the trailer for that if you haven't seen it. And then the other one, the new Star Trek show oh, comes yeah. out. Discovery, Star Trek Discovery. So this is gonna be the first one that has an LGBT uh character. Oh. That's the first time they've ever done it in Star Trek. So that's yeah. something to look forward to. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping. I think the movies have done phenomenal. I'm hoping though that unlike Voyager was the last one they did on TV, right? Yeah, and that didn't so. really that have great uh, acclaim. And Voyager was after no, 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 Deep Space Nine. No, 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 it was the Scott Bakula one. Yeah, what was that one called? I can't remember what that was. But Voyager was the one with um, Janeway for the captain, the lady captain. Yeah, that was the. So it was a different one. But, hmm. Um, Star Trek, Scott. Bacula. Wasn't he? He was a guy from Quantum Leap, right? That, yeah, yeah, that was the first Enterprise. That's what that... Oh, it was Enterprise. Enterprise, yeah. okay, yeah. Enterprise, yeah. But that yeah. didn't, you know, get a lot of fanfare, so no. it kind of died. So I'm hoping that another TV show will recapture the I love hope, of it. I hope they do it, but not... Like, I don't... I kind of don't want them... Like, who cares if it ties to the movies? Like, this is... The movies are the yeah. past, and the TV shows are usually in the future, yeah. Last so, I saw, they haven't really said. I mean, they're what, all in the future, but <laughs> last, I, last I saw, they have. I, they haven't really said what the universe is. Yeah. What universe it is? My guess is it's probably in the TV universe. Right. You know, because um, I don't think it's set. I feel like it's. If I remember reading this, I didn't read this. Uh, read up again on it before the podcast, but I feel like Damn. it was set before Enterprise or before. Um, the next generation. Oh, really? I think so. So, like, in between Star Trek and Next Gen? Yeah. So, huh. but but one thing that I think is pretty interesting is it was, like, 20 years Star Trek had a show on TV straight between Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, because those two overlapped. Right. Well, it'll be 10 years before Captain Voyager. Kirk versus uh, Voyage. What? 
Discovery will be 10 years before even Captain Kirk. So it's oh, not before even gaps, Captain yeah. Kirk. Okay, so this is between Star Trek Enterprise and the yeah. original Star yeah. Trek show. Oh, it's so confusing. I know. I know. <laughs> it was cool. Like, Star Trek Enterprise was cool because, like, the shields weren't even, like, fully around the ship it was like just this lining this electrostatic lining around and you the discover ship. more of the... of the star trek universe like this new show will be yeah <laughs> it's discovery yeah so it'll be yeah i'm definitely looking forward to that yeah one. that definitely awakens the geek in me no um attack on titan season two yes but i don't think an american dub version i don't care i'll watch it subtitled that's oh that's one of the things though, i just can't because i I like seeing, like, the animation, and I get taken away when I'm reading stuff. I am a speed reader, so I can do Yeah, but also those Titans are fucking moving fast, (laughs) and their (laughs) web-slinging is also moving, so you miss a lot. Also, you might as well just dub with English voice actors if it's a cartoon. Yeah, Yeah. because their mouths don't really need to move in sync. Um, I know there's plenty of people that are, like, snooty about that, too, like, oh... You watched a dub. I can't believe you. Because <laughs> that's how they talk. That's sometimes how I talk. I know. Uh, <laughs> and then also, Blue, I don't know if you've watched this one, but Blue Exorcist season two comes out, which has been five years since the original one came out. It was a really, really, really good anime. So I'm excited about that one, too. All kinds of exciting stuff. Oh, and movie wise, Valerian. And the City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah. Have you seen the preview for that? Yeah. That looks amazing. I don't really know about it, though. It's based on a comic book. I know, and that's what I don't really know about. Yeah, it's a French comic book from the 60s. You're not up on your French 60s comics? (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm I'm stuck on the German ones right now. (laughs) We'll word of France later, and then. (laughs) They get really depressing. France had a very good no, about the golden age of comics. Yeah, well, no, their comics are all porn. That's true. Duh. <laughs> Why do you think I'm exactly? Lindsay, you got a booze in a book? I do. Uh, this week I picked. I don't up. know why I ask if you do because we already know. Who I always the booze do. In the book. Last week you forgot. Yeah, it's true. Um, I picked up book seven of the Dark Knight Three: The Master Race. Mm-hmm. Things. This book is awesome. I complained about the art in the first couple ones because Frank Miller kind of is losing his grace a little bit when it comes to that. But they've done a very, I don't know if they switched colorists or if there's a different artist doing most of it right now. I know they were going to switch artists, Um, but it's way better. The art has gotten exponentially better as the series went on, and the story is still super intense, and it's modern and even you know has a tweet from don well it doesn't name him as donald trump but it is definitely donald trump tweet in this book so it's current it's the storytelling's great um so if you guys haven't picked it up pick all of them up you have have to read them together for sure like maybe in a row would probably be even better um but i'm gonna pair this with the uh, mayan mocha stout from odd side because it's uh so much stuff in a beer it's got chilies and chocolate and cinnamon and nutmeg and it's spicy and it's sweet and it's just all kinds of stuff that you wouldn't think tastes good together and it totally does and that's what this book is too so there you go it's delicious good pairing (laughs) uh before we end this show do we have uh do you guys have any 
New Year's resolutions that... I was literally just about to ask that. Oh. I was just thinking. You I guys are just weird. My, mine is to stop guys. being psychic and... and <laughs> yeah. So I'll give that up now. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but, but mine seriously is probably to get my comic books all organized. Yeah, that's a good, re- that's a doable so, resolution. Not uh, one of those like, I'm going to lose weight this year But you realize I have a whole year to do that. So. <laughs> it's we'll going to get done December 28th next yeah. year. <laughs> mine is to lose weight this year. Mine says stop <laughs> playing footsie with Tony whenever we record. Mine's to stop playing footsie with Tony whenever we record it. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a real one? I don't do New Year's resolutions. Why not? Because if I want to do something, I'll just do it. I don't need to resolve at the beginning of the year anything. I have always failed at my New Year's resolutions, so it's just so disappointing. So your resolution is to not be a failure? Yes. Doing a pretty good job. <laughs> Thanks. My resolution is to see the next Star Wars movie. Yeah? And I'm pretty sure I'm going to accomplish that. <laughs> That's a lame one. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I, don't, I won't fail until the end of the year, <laughs> at least. <laughs> he see, he oh, sees man, it though, but you do have a slim window, though, of having to see that yeah. then from there yeah. to the end of 2017. Right. So. so if your girlfriend next year oh. says, I don't feel like seeing it yet, and totally just keeps pushing it back until... January 2nd of 2018. Then you don't understand, I promise, drunk on comics. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so besides resolutions that we all know that will probably not come true, um, except for maybe yours, Josh, (laughs) what's something that you think you can predict in the next year? Some sort of nerdiness, not just a random, we're going to see these people die because that will probably happen anyways. What do you think could be something that we could predict right now that come end of this next year of 2017 we can look back on and say wow we we were actually pretty good at preconceiving notions and tony didn't really give up that resolution because (laughs) (laughs) he made it come true um oh my gosh i'm gonna predict that tony buys a bunch of power rangers toys that's terrible that doesn't affect society I'm, oh, is that what we're going for because i'm just saying <laughs> I think that we're they're doing... gonna turn out to well be something like okay maybe maybe some oh. event in comic books or some sort of uh video game that comes out that they're gonna announce or something like I'm more or less looking at what events do we think that are gonna be cheesy that are gonna be rehashed i think that Jeff Johns will finally get the DC movie universe's shit together, and Wonder Woman will be a really good movie. I can see that. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking it might be Justice League that ends up better. I really doubt that. Didn't they? They had started shooting Wonder Woman by the time he had his hands on that already. Yeah. Oh, okay. I am predicting another event where Avengers are gonna face off against X Men. As if it's an Avengers versus X Men book. As if it's an AVX book. Probably has Who to knows? the Phoenix. <laughs> Just like the. Last but I mean, one. already like we already kind of got predicted of from the whole yeah. Civil War thing of what we know is going to happen. So I'm trying to just throw something way out there. Marvel goes the entire year without renumbering any of their comic books. Wow, that's a way <laughs> leap. No, I will say though, a real one that I do think. Hasn't been mentioned, but we will see coming out, especially with them talking more and more about coming up and building up to uh, the Infinity War movie, which isn't coming out next year, but will come out. 
I do think that we will start seeing the gems show up in the books in this next year and not waiting until 2018 because they have been gone for a couple years now Mm -hmm. uh, within the book. So I think that would be something that would be plausible, I guess. Okay. I think um, Scott Snyder is going to get tired of writing and he's going to go back to being a mascot at Disney World. I don't get that, but okay. He used to be a mascot at Disney World. Yeah. I also think that maybe... uh, Was he a Latin... No, but he got offered Prince Charming if he was going to go, if he would be willing to relocate to Disney World Japan, because he's too short. I was gonna say Prince Charming. Yes, he is very short. (laughs) Have you guys seen the White Rabbit project on Netflix as the the dev team from MythBusters? Oh no, we saw. I saw that it exists. That's pretty. That's pretty. It's pretty legit. I like it. It's it's kind of MythBustersy. It's a little bit their own thing, but I'm also predicting that we're going to see Adam Savage come out with a TV show, doing something MythBustery. Not that'd be awesome. Because I already heard that they have a show planned of finding the next MythBusters, which I also think is going to be a train wreck. Yeah, it was their personality. Yeah, their personality. But I do think that Adam is going to be bored. He's doing his YouTube channel stuff, but I think he's. He's gonna want to just do something more on television. He can get real heavy into cosplay. Oh, I would. Oh, I would watch a show of him making cool. his cosplays. He's yeah. a big cosplayer. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He if goes, I had the money, I'd be a big cosplayer. He, I just he goes to don't. San Diego Comic Con every year, and every day that he goes, he dresses in a different costume, and they yeah. are good costumes. I, I bet. I bet. So that's right, because they they were uh, special effects guys. Yeah. That's what they were. They weren't scientists. But, no, no, yeah, they just yeah. did the models and right. Yeah. They're they very still smart. had to do scales yeah. and stuff, which is why sure. they were so good Physics on that. Physics and such. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, I also think that gaming world wise, we're obviously going to see the Nintendo Switch come out, but I think then we're not going to see a new debut of an Xbox or a PlayStation, just because they've already had their upgrade of their generation currently. Mm-hmm. That it would be dumb of them to already mm-hmm. say. Fuck you guys for buying that. We're going to already debut another one. I think there's going to be a cycle where this A3 this year is not going to have a new box except for what Nintendo has already shown going on in. But I think also VR is going to be more coming home. Mm. And that's going to be a big PowerPoint at E3. Yeah. All right. Do you guys got anything else? That's it. All right. Well, with that being said, I think that the... The quote to start us start us off right on the new year. What was that, Chewbacca? All right, Chewbacca, that's enough. What, oh, <laughs> and, and, that, and that translated is, hope your new year goes well like all of ours. <laughs> no, he says that's not what it meant, but you'll figure it out. <laughs> Stay thirsty for fresh starts. And Tony's birthday. (laughs) Thanks. Someone remembered. (laughs)